It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Pardon Just Blazing with folks at Rockefeller Records. Happy birthday, ho! It is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, oh, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-C. You crazy if you I thought I wouldn't get my Jay-Z shit off. You can call me CEO of the R-O-C. Ho. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music biz number one supplier. Flyer than a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right. Ho, Not D-O-C, but similar to them letters. No. Could do it better. No one can do it better. We know you feeling it. You really are going to play a mix, huh? <laughs> I'm going to play a mix, nigga. I'm going to listen to this shit while I'm driving mad. to work. I ain't bad. A little drive time. Hell yeah. Here we go. Good morning. Here we go. Happy Monday. It is Monday. Oh, you feeling it? Crystals are nice. I like the toes. I keep on feeling it. Bone crushes. I keep real close. I got the skill for this. On my back, the fly is closed. Looking ill as shit. Transactions illegitimate. Cause life is still a bitch. 51, JB. You got the same age. How you feel? Shit, yeah. I ain't no fucking 51. Trucking. Start that shit. We paid the price to circle our success. They turned my mic up. I'm about to hit these niggas. See your boy knew all. Always starting that bullshit. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Uh, Turn my music high. Hey, roll your windows down. I know it's winter, but roll your motherfucking windows down. We going in. I'm from the streets. Kick back. Bullets will follow on me. There's so much coke that you can run the slalom. The cops comb the shit top to bottom. They say that we are prone to violence, but it's home sweet home. With personalities clashing. Chrome meets chrome. Oh, we got a show for y'all today. We got to talk about ladies being fives and wanting six-figure niggas. Oh, God. (laughs) We got to talk about Biden's cabinet. We got to talk about the Wizards traded my guy, John Wall. Man, we got to talk about COVID-19. Rudy Giuliani has COVID-19 now. We got to talk about the the, the senatorial debate that's going on tonight. The fight for Georgia. Turn Georgia as blue as we can turn it. Goddamn right. Uh, Elliot Page from Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Transgender. Uh... Boosie suing Mark Zuckerberg. I call him Zuckerberg on purpose. I want to sue his ass too, JB. I'm sick of his shit. They be blocking us, putting us in Facebook jail. Yeah, yeah. Tired of it. Man, one time for Casanova, one time for G. Herbal. Hold your head. I hope, I hope y'all get, get off. And, yeah. And you just going to tell him the whole show. I'm going to tell the whole show. Because Justin's singing. I'm, okay. try, I'm trying to distract him until Jay-Z first comes in. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we got Noah Cyrus with her crazy comments. Shout out to Jamari Williams, all the NBA brothers in the league. My side, Martin. HBO Max. Holy Grail. Blue told me Remind you niggas. We uh, them niggas. That's uh, pop big back. That's <laughs> all still crack. Uh, but look what that shit did to him. Look what it did to uh, Joe Budden. God damn it, I like Shout out Joe. Oh my God. We got to talk about the fight. 
Earl Spence versus Daniel Garcia. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> well, uh, fucking the undoing. Now that we definitely need to spend a minute talking about. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go ahead and stop that music. Let me go ahead and stop that music. Um, JB, before I get to you, let me do this the right motherfucking way. Please. Get yeah. 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 What's the name of the podcast, JB? Nigga. It's a pod named Kickback. A pod named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You, you say, say the whole, whole thing. Welcome to a pod named Kickback, also known as the Black CNN. And the revolution will we'll be, be televised. televised. I'm no breaks, no the righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I catch it. If you got it, I match it. Each and every Monday. We right back at it. I am the Black Savage. What up, y'all? It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek coming at you every week. Every goddamn Monday. Always red, representing NWA, nerds with attitude. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to a pod named Kickback. Yeah, we was going to go live tonight and get y'all some live content, but then we was like, no. Nah. And, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> no. The answer is no. Best way to explain it. <laughs> when you actually go, hey, baby, you want to do something tonight? No. <laughs> no, nigga. Um, our kickback fact of the week. Well, first, I guess shout out to everybody on Facebook that does still watch on YouTube. If you're on YouTube and you see this video, like, what is this shit? Hit subscribe. We're going to have some good shit for you every motherfucking week. So go ahead and hit subscribe. If yeah. you're on um, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, uh, Pandora, uh, CastBox, all them goddamn, we, we want everything but SoundCloud. So. Pretty subscribe. Much. Hit the Pretty subscribe much. button yeah. so you know when the new episodes drop yeah. on Monday and shit. No doubt. And you Apple subscribers, make sure to rate us five stars. Very, ah. very important. Yeah, rate us five stars because that is how Apple evaluates your relative ranking in all of those podcast statistics. And yeah. our goal is to monetize as much as possible. We would love to do this for a living. I'm just going to keep it a buck with y'all. But y'all help us make that happen. Thank you already. But please, rate us five. And every woman that rates us five stars, JB is personally going to teach you how to squirt. So having said that, um, let's see. Yeah, we not re- were we going to get into that topic already? Because <laughs> no, I'm not. But um, <laughs> but the, the reason why is well, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that. Get yeah, I'm later. like just <laughs> kicking it off now. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll wait. We'll wait. Yeah. Uh, the kickback fact of the week. Um, kids and Jay, I thought this was a good one for you because you had the kids this week. We had the kids this week. Um. Uh, Kids ask on average 300 questions per day. A 2013 yeah. UK study from online retailer LittleWoods.com. Wow, LittleWoods. <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, I saw um, that too. I was like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> clicking on that shit. I don't know what that is. <laughs> observe, uh, they, they observed young children and recorded the questions they asked the adults around them. The children tended to turn to their mothers to, for answers, and these moms can end up answering on average of nearly 300 questions per 
day. Um, or one question every two and a half minutes, if that makes more sense. Um, the study found uh, the moms reported that the hardest questions they were asked included, why is water wet? Mm-hmm. And what are shadows made of? Both of those questions, I want them to answer too. I'm going to call on Joyce. <laughs> I need answers. Why is water wet? Why is the sky blue? Why is water wet? And why am I in love with Ashanti? I need answers. And what is the shadow made of? I don't, I don't know how to answer that. What, what would you say? It say? What is the shadow made of? Um, Harvard, sh- Harvard University? Yeah, Talk to I'm- us. I mean, uh, a shadow, uh, the same way all light is, is made of uh, uh, light particles, uh, photons, basically. Um, It is, um, you know, when you place an object in front of a ray of light, basically you are blocking some of those photon particles. However, you are not blocking all of them because the other absence of any photon po- particles at all, any light at all, would make whatever is behind the object completely disappear. Because without, f- without light, we can't see. We cannot see in total darkness. So That's true. So whatever, <coughs> so a shadow is basically light. It's mm. a dimmer form of light. Mm. See? JB actually had the answer. You should ask your dad's kids and start running to your yeah, mom. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I, you know, the fact is the fact, and I believe it now, but frankly, that is not how I grew up. And I wish my dad was here to attest to this. He used to, like, he, there were times where he wanted to murder me because <laughs> all I did was ask him questions. I didn't really Ooh. ask my mother questions like that. I talked to my mother about what was going on with me and how I felt. And, you know, I'm more opened up to my mother, you know, in terms of my feelings, especially at a young age than I did my dad. Um, I got answers from my dad. My kids, they still ask me a shitload of questions, though. So I, it's interesting. Yeah, because Kill had questions during the fight. What was it? What was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Now, a woman... Our uh, <laughs> my left stroke just went yeah. viral. Oh man! Our viral story of the week mm-hmm. was the talk show host here in Atlanta that uh, told the young lady um, since she admitted she was well. I'll let you guys hear it, and you guys uh, let us know what you think. Let's see if, if this technology works. Let me see. Hey, you know, technical difficulties. <laughs> you know how we do. <laughs> I was plugged into the wrong thing. That's crazy. But um, let's see if we can get this going. And ma'am, and that's my point. You ladies all feel like, listen, you ladies all feel like you're the exception to the rule. And then when someone like myself comes along and gives you a, a dose of reality, instead of just accepting it, it's like, yeah, but, yeah, but I'm special. You don't know any men on this level that are not your father, that aren't related to you. That means you don't know these men. 
You don't know where to go get them. You don't know what they want. But you're still saying, pick me. They don't want mid-30-year-old baby mamas. I'm trying to be polite, man, but they don't want those. Can I ask you a question? Did you hear what I said? Yes. Why is that so? Okay, go ahead. Why is it so? Go ahead. Um, my from my point of view, I feel like I, I get what you're saying. They that they do have better options, but also those better options are younger girls. Those younger girls don't necessarily are necessarily twenty year olds are not necessarily attracted to forty five year olds. Bullshit! I'm, Bullshit! I'm fifty one, and I and I can't beat them off with a stick. I'm 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 gonna pause it right there real quick, JB, because I think a couple things happened in that first uh that that first little segment. Um, he was saying that uh, she goes on to say that she's a five in looks. He asked her to rate herself. Says, "Don't use seven. Give me a real number." And she said a five, but a six if she's done up. And he went on to say, um, I guess we're not on to say to begin it that men don't want. 30-something-year-old baby mamas with their six figures. And six figures ain't rich. Um, no. It's not millionaire status. But if you're well, I, I, broke niggas don't really want that. We, we, we're we looking for attractive women that we can have a connection with. And I think that is pretty much what I would say the majority of men are looking for. Not all. It's never all. So yeah. I, I'm not speaking for all men. Yeah. But I've never heard a man say, want an average-looking woman. That'll work for me. No, well, actually, that's a lie. I did hear niggas say that before. Now, it, it was such a <laughs> aberration. I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that, yeah. it, you know, if you ain't bringing shit to the, to the table, you may want that. But if you're yeah. bringing something to the table, you're going to want a woman you're attracted to. And I'm, I don't think most people are attracted to fives. And the, the young lady in the video, I'm not poo-pooing her. She should go after whatever man she wants. Absolutely. I go after every, not every woman I want. I mean, hold up. I go after whatever woman I want. Um, and I don't yeah. really see like, oh, well, I can't go with her because of this. Or I can't go with her because of that. I go at who I'm interested in. Because yeah. who I'm interested in is who I'm interested in. Period. So I think that she should be able to go after whoever she wants. But her issue is she can't get them. Now, if I'm going after celebrity women all day every day and I'm not getting any of them at some point I need to take it down a notch yeah. if I'm going after women that make 100,000 a year and I can't get any of them at some point I need to know take it down a notch and I've been humbled where I had to take it down a notch and, I, you know, and I've been where I am now where I just go after what I want because I know I can get it but if I struggle with it I, it would change the demographic of where I was looking if I struggled to get them. It just makes sense. It doesn't mean she's ugly or I'm ugly or we're bad people. It's just that if you can't get what you're looking for, then maybe you should look for something more or different. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think that um, a lot of times what happens is um, people decide that they can't get what they are looking for and really um, what they are looking for uh, turns out in a lot of cases not to be what they should be looking for. Because a lot of times um, what is considered a gold standard or a higher standard 
may not necessarily be the best and most compatible fit for you specifically. So it's not, so. I mean, and this kind of feeds into, I mean, there's definitely a lot of sincere honesty in what he's saying, personally from my perspective. Like, um, you know, if you are if you are in a certain you know sort of social realm seeking out people outside of that realm just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense um and i'll tell you specifically why and i and i hate to be this blunt but you know um if i'm making 200 grand a year like what am I really gonna have? Like, I'm really not gonna have a whole lot to talk about in terms of my own intimate personal life with somebody who makes like 30 or 40 grand a well, year. Well, hold on, her defense, she makes 100 grand a year. Okay. So she wants a man that makes 100 grand a year. But the, the issue is she's not very attractive. Well, I, that's okay, That that's that's fine. Um. My, I mean, as a guy who was making 200 grand a year, I'm also going to be looking, I mean, and it's not just a matter of me being someone who makes 200 grand a year, but this is just like when you're there, there's just a certain level of options that are open for you. And mm-hmm. um, real talk, like if you're making 200 grand a year, you don't need to talk to a five to be talking to a woman who makes 100 grand a year. And so, so someone you can have intimate, yeah. you know, real meaningful conversations with. Okay. Nor do you need to be dealing with somebody who makes 30 or whatever a year. Like yeah. when you're in that social field, there are bad women in that field for you to choose from. Why would you ever choose a five? The same way a broke nigga would never choose a five. Only a five would choose a five, in my opinion. You know, you know somebody who thinks they're a five and doesn't know their their true worth. And, and I, I don't want this to be totally shallow because I do understand that you can meet a woman who is just spectacular. I mean, just the conversation is there. Her driving ambition is there. Her level of care and sensitivity and 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 who she is as a person is there, and that can supersede looks. Um, I know I've been accused of being shallow, and I'm, I'm not gonna act now like I'm not. I am, um, but I um, I've all, I've said before that, you know, speaking of a particular woman, she could be the greatest human to ever live. I will never know because of how she looks. And I know that's fucked up. And you kill me in the comments for it. That's just how I feel. I like a pretty face. I do. Like, I do. And I don't apologize for it. I want to see my woman and want to rip her clothes off every time I see her. And if I don't feel that way, it's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird dynamic in my relationship. I've tried to date women I wasn't attracted to, and it didn't work. Now, I also want to add that... um, because you're a five doesn't mean you're not attractive. But if you're a five and you can't get what you're looking for, I just think you need to change what you're looking for. Because y'all might look at me and say, I'm a five. I'm going at the dimes that I want. <laughs> it don't matter what you think, what a talk show host think. I'm going to be over what reality says. When reality says, I, I can actually get her. 
So I, I do have that nugget in my pocket that I, I can actually get them. Um, but I don't feel like I shouldn't try. And I don't think that she shouldn't try. I think she should. But I think that if it's not working over a period of time, then, then you need to chill out and, look, and you know, change your criteria. You know, maybe, maybe 95000 is good enough. And that's another thing. When you make it, you have to make six figures. What if you make 99000 you got a hard line. What if you make eighty thousand? I think that's just such a superficial thing to say. You have to make six figures. What if you make eighty thousand dollars as a business owner, but the other guy makes a hundred thousand dollars as an employee? Which one do you value? And I think that um, that's where she really has lost it because if you're coming with a superficial want, then it's like okay, what the you? What do you offer superficially? You want some superficial shit, a, a certain amount of money, you ain't even a bad bitch. So when you bring superficiality into the equation, you can be judged on your super, superficiality or, or, or your your uh, ranking in that category. You, you see what I'm saying? I, I mean, I see exactly what you're saying. And really, for me, it just kind of boils down to, you know, a simple point, um, you know, People tend to people tend to equate you know uh, money um, with attractiveness when it comes to men. That's typically how it is always done. But again, I can assure you that a I mean most successful entrepreneurial women that <coughs> I know are not primarily choosing the men in their lives because those men are earning so much more money than they are. Because in a lot of those cases, both of their careers have progressed to a point where, you know, one can supersede the other. You know, you look at, like, Jay-Z and Beyonce, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they go back and forth in terms of yeah. who the top earner is. Like, in a stable relationship, whether that's at the $30,000 level or the $100,000 level, or the multi-million dollar level. Like, I think that's what most people are looking for in their relationship. So it's not a bad thing to say that, but what is a bad thing is when you equate that to physical attractiveness. Because anybody who is making 100 grand a year can step, can step into a situation where people are making 30 grand a year and make noise because they're just spending more money than everybody else. And yes, some fucked up people will perceive that as attraction. But if he's if he's got his head screwed on straight, he's not interested in them. You know, mm -hmm. you know, if he's got his head screwed on, you know, if he's yeah. a real if he's a real dude, and I would say that about a real female too. So don't equate the two together. You know, you're not getting people who make a hundred grand a year because you're probably going after really, really attractive people who make a hundred <laughs> grand a year. Like that might be a, yeah, that's probably a good point because uh, I, I didn't see where they got into, you know, how she's being turned down or why she can't get them. I just know she's not able to get them, and that was a problem for her. It could just be her social circle. She's just only going to, you know. XYZ club looking for him. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I saw the reactions from women and they were upset. Uh, oh my God. So if you're a five and you're not a beauty woman, you can only get men in a homeless shelter. And I'm like, ladies, shut the fuck up. 
no, no, cut that dumb shit out. I see yeah. women saying, if you agree with anything he said, you're a piece of shit and you hate women. I'm like, no, bitch. I just don't like unattractive women. I like pretty bitches. It don't mean I hate all women. It don't mean I, like, shut the fuck up. I get so tired of women with this whole soapbox they get on. Now, they're, not, they're saying, like, well, he talked badly to a black woman. It's protect black women. I'm like, oh, uh, she called this show. Because she obviously seen it before. She knows it's a satire show. She knows he's going to be rude. He told he told her doing the show, like, oh, wait a minute. So you're 23, you make $1,000 a month. Do you at least have a big dick? And dude was like, whoa, pause, nigga. And he was like, nah, nigga, do you have a big dick? And he was like, I have, it's above average. He's like, no, do you have a big dick? And he was like, I, I, he's like, I know I got one. If you don't know, then you don't have one. So you don't have no money. You ain't got a big wallet or a big dick. You dumb. So he's not just like abusing black women. That that's that bullshit narrative. Get that the fuck out of the way. He was going in on niggas. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> dude ain't playing. Um, but if you call this show, you know what it is. Right. He, he gonna he gonna go. Right. And she called this show. I, I think really. Where I shake out at is this. You have to be realistic. Well, actually, no. Being realistic is the most common trouble of to mediocrity. I am never realistic. I am always optimistic. I am always shooting for higher. I'm always, we're going to be the top 13 podcasts in the country. We, we actually hit that number. Um, I'm always, I'm going to be the biggest rapper to ever live, and I'm going to do this. Didn't quite do that, but I sold more CDs in D.C. than anybody fucking else. Um, and so I am not realistic. And I go at women who you could think are in my field or, or in my level or out of my range or whatever you think, but I go at what I like, and I don't give a fuck what nobody say. But if I'm not getting any traction, then I'm going to reassess. And I think that's my only issue with her. If you can't get none of these men, then you need to reassess. But I would never tell somebody not to go. So I, I go, I, nigga, I have DM'd Ashanti in real life. No joking. We all know that she wished me happy birthday, and we know that she shouted me out on a video. That's cute, and that's cool. I literally went in the inbox like, what's really good, though? Yeah, I mean, why the fuck not? Like, like what I'm, nothing, I, I always said this. As long as Oprah a billionaire, I want to be a billionaire. As long as Jay-Z got Beyonce, I'm going to want Ashanti. Like, what, what the, who are they that I can't get what I want? Now, I'm realistic in the fact that I know that the odds are stacked against me, but I'm still going to go for it. Like, I, and, I, and I think everybody should, but I also think that when you're to the point where you're hurt and you're complaining and you're on a talk show, like, oh, my God, I can't do Well, then, you know, maybe you should readjust your strategy or become better. Like, like we know, I'm not even going to do that. There, you know, there yeah, are men nah, yeah. that can't get the women that they want. And I have told them, well, maybe you should, you know, work on your dress, work on your physical appearance. Be the kind of nigga that bad bitches want to be around. I am not a fine nigga. Mm -hmm. I am not the sexiest nigga that walked the earth. I don't have enough money to be the flyest nigga that I want to be. I could be I could be the flyest nigga on earth if I had the money to do it. My fashion sense, I could be that. I don't have the money to do it. I get, if I'm interested, I usually get the woman I'm interested in. And it's because I have become the kind of man that women like to be around. And that was step one. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to give the girl advice. Like, she was calling us. 
be the kind of woman that men want to be around. Yeah. Be the kind of woman that men value. If you can't do it with your face, do it in other areas, but be the kind of woman that they can immediately recognize, I want to be around her. I want to be around this bitch. I want to get to know her. I want to know what's going on with her. Be that. Um, she she wasn't dynamic in the video, and I don't want to distance her, like, go hard on her, but, like, I know women who are very average, basic-looking, maybe below average, but they just got this thing. Yeah. And you be like, yo, yeah, this, this person, bitch. yeah, this personality, this je ne sais quoi. Um, I mean, oh, dude, uh, there you go with this French and shit. Speaking <laughs> French, yeah, <laughs> means I don't know what. Um, so, um, and you know that 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 feeds into the whole concept of attraction. I mean, the only thing I really have to say about this whole point is, I really like for us to get past the point where a man's attractiveness is somehow evaluated in direct relationship to his financial prospects um, because I'm going to be perfectly honest with you ladies I am not interested in dating anybody who makes less money than I am I've I have honestly rarely done it and there have been that, times that when I've thing. done well that was a thing that people were talking about and they were saying that men don't look at it that way. They were saying that men don't care what women make. And you're saying you actually do care what a woman makes. Absolutely. If we're going to build a fucking life together, I know how I'm going to move if I'm the only one contributing financially. And nobody's going to like well, that. Well, that, that's different. I, I'm no, talking no, no, about no, no, me, I'm, I'm saying two different things. You being the only one contributing, she can make more than you, and you're the only one contributing. That's not the same thing as her making less than you. Because let's say, let's do the 100000 thing. You make 100000 she makes 80000 So you're like the girl. You're not going to date her because she makes eighty. That's not what, that's not what no, I'm that, saying at all. That's what you said. Well, and so, so clear hang up, on. Up. So, so, again, maybe, maybe the absolutes I spoke of in terms of as much as I do um, are overstated because there's not a direct line of equivalency there. If I'm making one hundred and four thousand a year, then I'm not expecting the woman in my life to make exactly one hundred and four thousand or better. You know, there's, you know, we're in different indus industries, different careers, different things, right? I basically, ex I I want the woman in my life to be on the same level. I that think what I she wants is is a contribution. I want to because I, I think that if she made if she made you make one hundred and four thousand, and she makes fifty thousand. But when it comes to vacations, she goes half. I think you appreciate that more than a woman. You make one hundred four thousand, she make one hundred thousand, but she expects you to pay for everything. You're you're one hundred percent correct, yeah, and that, that, that's why I'm clearing okay, that up. Okay, yeah, and and thank you for making that distinction because that is that is precisely. I mean, I guess the word contributor is like the perfect way yeah. of describing that. I expect a woman in my life to be an equivalent contributor to what is going on in our lives financially, yeah. specifically financially. And I, I'm, I'm going to be very, very clear because we're not going to offset that with child rearing or none of that shit mm -hmm. because guess what? I'm going to do all of that too. Mm -hmm. You are not going to do that alone. You are not going to bear that responsibility by yourself ever. Right? So yeah. we can't talk about, you know, we, that, that can't, 
That can't be an offset for the financial contribution. Maybe you should holler at the chick that want the man to make six figures. Because <laughs> she... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. nah, but you want like fives. <laughs> so you can't holler her. Eh, yeah. I tried, I tried, sis. Yeah, I tried yeah, to hook I, you up with JB. He nah, ain't going I'm, for it. Nah, I'm not. Nah, I'm 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 good. I'm I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm you good know. too, because I'm I'm more worried about, you know, Ashanti and getting that relationship on track. I, I, I jumped back in her DM this weekend. I made a post saying, fuck that shit. Go after what you want. I don't care what that dude said, ladies or fellas. Just do what you do. Yeah. And then I went in Ashanti. I'm, I'm going to read y'all what I wrote to Ashanti. Oh, Lord. Because I went this in. This guy. Like, and this is this real guy. life. Like, I don't know if she ever going to see it or not, but trust and believe, I shot my shot. And this is what I said, and y'all can tell me what y'all think. I said, good morning. Because it was morning time, y'all. I said, my name is Now, and I have had the biggest crush on you for years. It's actually become a stick on my podcast. The live video you did where you called me out for wanting a personal shout-out and the happy B-Day tweet you sent me uh, sent my podcast listeners into a frenzy. So in the spirit of people going after what they want with no fear, I'd like to invite you on a virtual date. If you say yes, I'll give you the three options to choose from. I'm 44, 5, 10, 200 pounds. In Aries and no kids, have a great weekend. Shoot your shot all 2020. I literally sent that to her, and she literally didn't respond. <laughs> hey, man, it is what it is, you know. But um, I shot my shot, like, fuck it. Yeah, if I mean, you, uh, you can never regret not getting what you want if you. If you don't ask for it or try and you, get it what's yourself, the you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah, yeah, always, yeah, always. I, I've always shot my shot, and even I'm all, I, I, what's you call it when you shoot a what, what's perceived to be above your your grade? What, what's that uh, mm. verbiage? Well, I mean, most people say they have uh, batted above average. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, we'll go with that one. I've batted above average because I. I like the baddest of the baddest, and not just looks, but looks, esteem, accomplishments, and some of them have done more than me, and you know it's okay for them to not want me, and that's what I want you ladies to get. It's okay if a six-figure nigga don't want that girl. You can't make us want her. It's okay. Yeah, I it's mean, okay. Yeah, the greatest, uh, the greatest hitters in baseball history. Uh, most of them also. Uh, hold records for strikeouts, you know, because I mean they're just swinging. They're always yeah. swinging for the fences, you know. So you can't That's right, really swinging. Well, but what that, <laughs> but what that specifically, but what that specifically means Balls, is press play, whatever. Uh, the fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this guy. Um, you know what that specifically means in this case, though, is you know if you are complaining about a lack of success, maybe maybe you are you are only swinging at the absolutely perfect pitches, you know? The ones that are kind of designed to strike you out. Like, if if those are the only ones you're swinging at, then you can't really complain about getting any hits, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. It's really just that simple. Um, and so that's the way it is, and especially for somebody like her, you know, who is actually complaining about, a lack of success, you know? Yeah, I heard a woman say, shout out to Holly Hood, excuse me, she said, um, actually she didn't see it, but it was in 
clubhouse in her room. And another young lady says she looks for, you know, the success that a man has, the ambition, the drive, the determination. Um, she looks for those qualities, but it's typically presented or manifested in a successful man. So typically she wants to think with drive, ambition, discipline, stick-to-itiveness. And when she notices, she gets that in men that might make a certain amount of money or may yeah. be established in a certain way. And so the qualities she look for looks for, you know, ironically or you know, ironically, whatever the fuck, shows up in very successful men. So she didn't really want a man with money. She wanted the kind of man that goes to get money. But she wanted to meet him after you went and got it. And I, I didn't think that was a cop out. I thought that was I thought that was that's kind of legit. That's not what this chick said. But I, I can understand a woman going, I, I like an entrepreneur. I like a nigga that go get it. I, I, I like a hustler. Um, because when you're a hustler, um, you gotta, you have a certain mentality. You move a certain way. Yeah. You know, and I think women, a lot of women are attracted to that, even if it's, they're making 50000 100000 or a million, but that type of nigga, that type of man is attractive. That's different than saying, I just have a dollar amount and I'll figure the rest of it out later. Um, but for women who do feel like I want that kind of go get a, I want I, I like that in women. Well, when I see a woman like that. I, I'm turned on. Well, I mean, and and let's be real. It's biological in both cases because if you are if you are able to proliferate your energy into you know I be proliferating sometimes. <laughs> it was like, what you doing? New all that shit, just proliferating. <laughs> That's the gangster geek <laughs> word of the week. Yeah. Proliferate, JB. What the hell is proliferate? Uh, someone who some I mean, uh, proliferate uh, is uh, primarily used as a verb. Um, or it can be used as an adjective. And basically what it means is someone who has a high level of production. So you will mm -hmm. call someone a, a, pro a proliferate writer, you know, okay. or you or you could say, you know, um, you know, Mark Twain. Uh, well, he's a writer. Fuck him. Um, uh, not or fuck you'd him, like, but. You'd be like new proliferates orgasms in women. Yeah, that's, uh, See? I wouldn't. High I production. Would, I, yeah, I wouldn't say that but <laughs> yeah but um, it's true uh, i'm moving on go ahead Jimmy. but i mean you know it is biologically attract and that's why everyone is attracted to successful successful people because if you mm. can if you can achieve a positive outcome for yourself to your own ends then that means that you're gonna you're gonna be that much better for the offspring. Theoretically, at least that's what the thought is. If you're this good at this shit, you're gonna be great with yeah, with children. It's and like sex transmutation um, from a uh, uh, heel. What's the name? Heel. Uh, think and grow rich. The guy that will think and grow rich. Uh, His last yeah. name Napoleon Hill. Yeah. Um, sex transmutation is a concept that. Viral men, men that are good at sex, men that, you know, can put it down, typically are successful in life because that same tenacity and, and, and uh, they call it production that's required in the sex category is required in business and in social settings and all the other shit. So if you're putting it down here, more than likely you're going to transmute that same those same qualities in other, in other fields. Um, so I, I kind of agree with that. I kind of dig that. I, um, I do want to say, um, 
I'm going to challenge both of us to step our shit up in 2021. We've been stepping it up. and we, we, We've had conversations. We know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But 2018 was my most successful financial year. 2019 was a disaster. I broke my ankle. In 2020, COVID has been... <laughs> 2021, it's time to get back on the on the ball, JB. Yeah. And that goes for all of you kickbackers, too. Fucked up year? Yes. Maybe fucked up two years? Yes. 2021, we back on the fucking ball. Ain't no excuses. There it is. Speak uh, to that, JB. Yeah. Man, get uh, these niggas hype going into the new year. Well, what they um, need to do or, or, or where they mind need to be at? Well, um, you know, the uh, um, the strongest, uh, most stable number um, is uh, three, right? So I, I always like to walk into these types of um, prospects and projects, um, especially when they're this personal, with a triad of objectives, three objectives primarily. Um, objective number one, get my body right. Um, okay, get okay get healthier, get stronger, get faster, um, be be a healthier person. Um, number two, get my mind right. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what that means is really preparing myself for the changes, planning what needs to happen moving forward, um, and planning to execute bl- big things so that I will execute those big things. And three Close. and three um, three is the arguably the most important and that is, you know, mani- manifest my will with action. Um, and that encompasses making money, that encompasses um, you know, what we do on the podcast, that encompass, I mean, for a man it's really simple. Um, a man is at his most productive when he keeps his motherfucking word. Um, when his word becomes action, and that action word becomes, is bonds. and that action literally becomes history. And as you, as your body grows, and you have the energy and the and the fortitude to continue to push yourself harder, to move farther and faster, and your mind is more developed on a trajectory, you can make bigger commitments to yourself and others. And because mm-hmm. you have manifested your will such that those commitments become action you can do greater things my intention is to do greater things period but it's a triad of goals that need to be achieved I love it I love it um I'm gonna summarize it with uh speak what you seek until you see what you said mm-hmm. did you catch that kickbackers Speak what you seek till you see what you said. Say it. Say what you want until you got it. And it doesn't mean only speak. You got to do the action too. But yeah. speak what you seek till you see what you said. And I, I, I'll tell you guys this much. Tomorrow morning by 6, 10 a.m., I will do a live video on Facebook and Instagram letting you guys know that I'm up. And I'm, I'm getting to it. I had the biggest struggles waking up in the morning. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. biggest struggles. I think I'm the worst snoozer on earth. I snooze, 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 snooze. I think Me I too. will stop the alarm. Me too. And reset the time. <laughs> like, okay, it's six Me o'clock too. because I, you know, I, I want to get up so early so I can work out and do other things. So I want to be up like two hours before I have to leave the house. Right. 
So technically, I can, you know, if I if I went this hard, I could snooze an hour and a half because of you know, I don't have time to get up, take a shower, leave. I only need about thirty minutes to do that. So I'm trying to get up an hour and a half prior to that so that I can do other things. I just cut on HBO Max. I don't want to fuck a deal. But um, <laughs> I'm going to do that. getting serious. <laughs> I'm sure I mean it, JB. I mean <laughs> it. Preaching over here. Preaching over here. So I will I will send you guys a message by 610 letting you know I'm up and I'm getting to it like I want to get to it because I want to go into 2021 doing it, right. getting to it. Right. And, and and being even more productive. Like as you see, we got on the Parmain. Well, I got on the Parmain kickback hoodie. You seen the merch line, you seen the clothing line, the I Survive Twenty Twenty. We started that shit during the pandemic, yeah. y'all. Yeah. That little extra money from the from the T shirts and the hoodies and the and the long sleeve shirts and the masks and the and the mugs. That little money came in handy, JB. You goddamn right. We were able to, you know, to to, to uh buy things for the podcast. Yeah. To, like, like, when we started this in the middle of the fucking pandemic, and I'm not saying this to brag, I'm saying it to whatever you want to do, do it. Motivate, motivate. Do it. Shout out to um Dana real quick, JB, before I let you go, because she started this business where she's like making shit. Yeah. And I bought a lamp. Yeah. Lamp light. From Beautiful. Her, and yeah. it, it was fire. Yeah. And she wasn't Beautiful. doing that shit before the pandemic. Yeah. So shout out to Dan. I bought it was like forty dollars. It's a great light. It um got me a couple cool points. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. But this um, guy. yeah, I was this just saying, guy. like, like, like do something, man. Absolutely. What you waiting for? Absolutely. What you want to do? Start a business? You want you want to sell dinners? Sell them. You you wanna what do a cleaning service? Moe's marvelous cleaning service. Yeah. She started it. During the pandemic. And she does a phenomenal she, job. She cleans JB's spot. She cleans yeah. my spot. Yeah. She's our uh, first official sponsor. Absolutely. Moe's Marvelous Cleaning. Mm-hmm. Hey, get off your ass. Make it happen. Absolutely. Make it happen. Absolutely. JB, add to that, please. I uh, know you got some jewels. Uh, well, um, I mean, put you on the spot. <laughs> nah, come on, man. It's a podcast. Fuck you, you, that, that we on the spot, <laughs> literally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, at the at the end of the day, um, you know, you can't ever allow your circumstances to get you in a place where you are not moving forward. Um, and so that's what really this whole thing has been about. And it kind of transitioned from you know the discussion about you know the homegirl who kind of you know kind of went through it on that on that show but like part of part of what's happening out there is we're sitting around complaining because shit isn't happening when number 1 we're not recognizing some of the things that a lot of us have actually made happen during this apocalypse number 1 and number 2 we're not understanding that that's what life is. Life is having shit dropped in your lap and you're figuring out how to motherfucking shovel it away and figuring out how to streamline that shit so the shit doesn't drop in your lap anymore. That's really all it is. And if you're not doing that, then you're not living. And that's all we're talking about right now. Like, that's really it. Absolutely, man. Now, we didn't spend about an hour yeah. talking but about But we needed shit. to. We needed to. <laughs> what you guys think? Was this important? <laughs> we needed to. No so doubt. Let's move on. Our what the fuck story of the week. Um, 
Ellen Page, who is now Elliot Page, I know her from Umbrella Academy. Um, has she? Let me get this right. I'm trying to use all my pronouns correctly. So let me give you a little backstory. Ellen Page, of course, is a woman. She has changed her name to Elliot Page. So now I'm going to use the correct pronoun. Elliot Page, he has decided that he is a man. He is no longer a woman. And wanted to let the world know, you know, be comfortable to share that. I don't know how that manifests itself in movies and TV roles. Will he only do roles as a man now? I, I don't know. I don't know. I am confused by it because, to be respectful, he has only played roles as a woman. Mm-hmm. And one of his biggest roles is as a woman. So how... How does he present and forgive my ignorance to my LBGTQIA question mark crew if he presents as a she is that a thing? Is that a is that bad? Is that weird? Because if you're saying no 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 I'm a man I just happen to be trapped in this woman's appearance do you still go after woman roles? Or do you only go after men roles even though you present as woman? Or is there a such thing as uh, uh, being, uh, feeling like a man but presenting as a woman? I don't have any of these answers. These are all questions. Um, JB, you went to Harvard. Answer all my questions. <laughs> um I uh I cannot um you know I out of uh out of respect for um Elliot you know I can only um applaud him on you know coming to this decision um this crossroad in his life now I'm going to be perfectly honest with you kickbackers I don't understand this at all but you know that's okay it's okay for me to not understand it. Yeah. yeah. It's okay for me to have questions, specific questions, because this individual has come out and presented this information. Um, and so I do have some respectful questions um, because the Ellen Page, excuse me, kickbackers, that I knew from her acting career not only presented as a woman, but always presented as a very, for lack of a better term, feminine woman. And she played the character of Juno, a pre- a, a pregnant teenager, right? Um, she played. Um, she was in. Uh, she was in X Men um, First Class. She was uh, not First Class. She was in uh, X Men, the the X Men with Wolverine and shit. She was uh, Jubilee. If I'm not, if I remember correctly, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. Um, she was she was in a variety of things where she played. She like for a while she was the face of the, you know the, the angst, 
you know, young teenage girl. Like that's who she was. To now see this evolution, it makes me want. She's a hell of an actor. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like, is that what that means, or is this like a marked change in, you know, because for her to, for her to represent femininity and womanhood so strongly on the screen, and then to make this kind of declaration, it's like, so. Where were you coming from when you played all of these roles? I mean, she was nominated for like Academy Awards and shit. I think she was nominated for an Oscar for Juno. She might have won. I don't know. I don't know for a fact, but it was that kind of role. The kickbackers will tell us. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. They'll tell us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was that kind of role, you know? So it's just weird. I, I mean, eh, I, I got nothing. I, I'm going to support him. Um, <coughs> Absolutely, it that's is, it. That's it. That, that, that's the. That's pretty much the end. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to do, so I'm just going to support him. Nothing more to say than that, and I think that's enough. Boom. Uh, JB's little cousin Boosie. Here we go. Um, really, nigga. He's gotten tired of being. Uh, put in Instagram jail or ban from FYI, Instagram. we have dealt with our own Instagram bullshit, especially Hell when yeah. we were doing those uh, versus, the versus battles. battles. Oh well, my Instagram goodness. is trash for that. That's why I'm on Clubhouse. Uh, follow me on Clubhouse at No hey. Place News. If you're there, because everybody ain't there. <laughs> Do you want to be on Clubhouse? I got They give me a new um, thing where I can invite one, one more person. Fuck, I'm gonna do on Clubhouse. I right. ain't on Facebook, right. man. I, I thought about save, that. I thought about that. invitation for somebody. I'm gonna, else. I'm gonna give it to Chrissy. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna shoot it to Chrissy. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, what were we saying? Uh, yeah, so Boosie is suing uh, Instagram because they've been banning him, and this most recent time, it's, it appears to be a lifetime ban, and he's saying he's losing a lot of money. And they're, do, you know, you know, Boosie had the strippers on there, and the girls getting crazy. But he's like, other people do it too. And why they not banned? Yeah, he's suing Mark Zuckerberg for twenty million dollars. Yeah, and we call him Zuckerberg, so you guys know, not Zucker. He is sucker. Don't fuck with him. He a Trump supporter. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. That's why we not live on this platform no more. Fuck Facebook. We at Clubhouse. Get at me. Hey, there it is. Um, so anyway, um, Boosie, I, you know, I don't really, I don't really know what to say about this new, um, because I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, you know, we read articles, um, we looked it up on Facebook, um, but I don't, I honestly don't have enough facts right now. Um, you know, that being said. Discrimination isn't out of the question for me. Me, it, it's, it's, not, it's, it's really, not. it's really not. You know, not. so you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm, all, I'm always gonna exercise a little jurisprudence and wait for more information, as we always you do. You exercise what? Jurisprudence. Yeah, I be exercising, I be, but I be doing Pinani X. You be exercising Judas Brutus. I, I do Pinani X, or I walk in the neighborhood. I do like a jog. <laughs> I also walk, I also jog, I also play disc golf. However, jurisprudence is not related to any of those things because I, was being silly, I know I was, I looked at that nigga like like 
how am I supposed to respond? Like I'm not that I'm not that quick with it. I'm not clowning. They be tuning like in that. for the jokes, JB. I gotta give them the jokes. I, I, I ain't mad at I ain't mad at all. Sometimes I just wish I could keep up because you be like, <laughs> and I'm like, well shit. Uh, what the fuck am I supposed to say to that? Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, you know, this is kind of one of them uh, wait and see type of jokes, you know, because yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't know what we don't know yet. Although we, I'm, I'm right with Boosie. Fuck, fuck Mark Zuckerberg. I, I don't even need proof. I'm just going with Boosie. Just because he black and Zuckerberg is a sucker and keep putting me in Facebook jail. So fuck him. Let's go, Boosie. JB, nephew, let's go. Fuck that shit. Um, I do want to um, switch subjects a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to stay on this too long because I don't know anything about it. But um, Casanova, Robert Casanova, mm -hmm. had to turn himself in. The uh, gang, Gorilla Stone gang. Um, the FBI had a, 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 a case against them. Yeah, eighteen members. He was the last one to be apprehended. He actually turned himself in, and he's facing fifteen years to life. Yeah, I, for what I understand, of Casanova, he changed his life around. Was not doing any more of, of the street shit, and was focused on music. And to know that he's facing life in jail just doesn't sit right with me. Um, there are rumors of people in his camp. You know, doing the coronavirus scam where they're getting extra money. And I know a lot of people who were trying that. A lot of people who went down because of that. And I want to tell you guys, like, just chill, man. Leave that shit alone. The streets is over. Leave the streets alone. Like, we, like they got cameras on every block. Like, the street shit is over. If you missed it, you just missed it, young. Yeah. You was born too late. Yeah. Like, like the streets is done. They got cameras. They're watching everything. They got cell phones. You go and rob a nigga with your cell phone in your pocket, and now they can pinpoint you to that to that location at that time of the robbery. Streets is over. Yeah. My Th nigga. Yeah, thank you. Listen for to your OG. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Or, or they can, or they can fuck around and um, shadow your phone if you are suspected of whatever, and literally record and see everything that you say um, while your phone is in your pocket. That, in that, your that's bag why Alexa been or whatever. My Alexa been unplugged so long it don't even work no more. Yeah, I mean, let's <laughs> like, like keep it a hundred. Everybody, like, you need to understand that you are being monitored, watched, and analyzed. It, it just is what it is. Um, and you know, like you said, we don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this uh, situation. New, uh, we do want to send prayers, positive energy, and truth and justice Casanova's way because yeah, these yeah. are some serious charges he's facing. Yeah. Racketeering uh, amongst a laundry list of other you know felony offenses um, and so I I hope that him turning himself in was the right thing for him to achieve justice and to as we said move forward new that yeah, is my hope yeah. and prayer for him shout out to him his whole crew yeah shout out to G Herbo yeah um, who's going through the same thing I, I hate it I wish it wasn't happening but it is our Shut Up Super Award goes to Miley Cyrus, the white twerk goddess, little sister, yeah, Noah, Noah. Cyrus, mm -hmm. 
who uh, made a comment. I'm not going to go into the whole back and forth of how it all started, but she made a comment that uh, a gay guy wore an outfit better than any of these nappy-ass hoes. Um, you just got to cut that shit out. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's like the Don yeah. Imus thing with a nappy-headed yeah. hoe. Yeah. And it's like, you, you, you're you white. You can't use the word nappy. You were saying it about a black person, Candace Owens, even though Candace Owens is a fucking coon yeah. and a Trump supporter. You, Miss Cracker Lady, can't call her that. You you can't yeah, refer it's not to okay. a black woman as nappy any fucking thing. And I'm not being a hypocrite uh, because I call her a cracker. Uh, because when, when you're in the position of power and when you're the oppressor, you get a you, you get a couple rules taken away from you. You get a couple shots. You, certain things you can't say as the oppressor that you can say as the oppressed. And I didn't appreciate her comments, and I don't accept her apology because you didn't know that was going to offend black people. Well, what exactly were you trying to say to her as a nappy-ass hoe? What were you alluding to? Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't a racial thing. Yeah, and and really, and really, at the end of the day, beginning and the end of the day, that that is it. Like the times where these types of comments, in any way, shape, or form, are okay, is over and done with. Like white people, let me give you some advice. Like you just need to, you just need to clear that shit out of your lingo like just from now on like just moving forward because it's gonna be bad for you and i hate to break it to you white people but it ain't gonna be the black people who come after you it's gonna be the white people who come after you and cancel the living fuck out of you beckys yeah they gonna cancel becky they gonna cancel the living fuck out of you if you keep playing around with this dumb shit, it's a new day. Like Donald Trump is no longer going to be president of the United States. And trust me when I tell you, there are going to be significant changes in what is allowed and what is not allowed. And yeah. you are going to see those changes yeah. come very quickly. Very um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about what that means oh, a yeah. little later, but uh, you know, I just wanted to kind of, you know, make that clear, you know, new. Yeah, man. And so we'll, we'll move on from this, but I'll just say, uh, white people just watch yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Cut just, that just, shit out. Like, like don't be so free, especially if you claim to be an ally. Yeah, don't 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 get beside yourself. Um, but our Nipsey Hustle Awards, and we have quite a few this week. Yeah, uh, first one goes to Jamari Williams, mm-hmm. a freshman here in the, in the Georgia high school, who was born with no hands. Um, he was actually able to corral in a five-yard catch in the playoff game this weekend. Yeah, and I'm just happy for him. He's yeah. not a starter. He's not the star of the team. But to know that a per, a player with no hands, you hear what I'm saying? For our YouTube, for everybody on Spotify and Apple, I'm putting my hands up. Yeah, he doesn't have hands. Yeah, and he made a catch. And he made a, a catch in a playoff game. In GB. a football game. Yeah. Um. The. I mean, 
this is like the feel good story of the life and times like you know shout out to him what a story of perseverance and truth and these are these the thing these are the things that we need to see you know these are the things that we need to make us feel good and yeah, watching somebody triumph like that like that makes you feel good i got goosebumps nigga yeah he said you know bust the haters off they don't think i can do nothing i love it I you know what I'm saying? God damn right. You know Go saying? ahead, like, like, Go ahead. Like, no, everybody count me on. I'm not going to be shit. I can't do this. I can't do that. Eh, I'm just going to catch a pass in a playoff game. Fuck all I that. Lo- I love it. I, I, I am not my circumstance, God damn it. I love it. I love it, Jamar. Man, if I didn't love Nipsey so much and I didn't feel such an obligation to Nipsey, I would I would give you, I would name the award after you, Jamari Williams. Yeah. Um, You earned it. I, I, I won't do it because of my love and affinity for Nipsey. But you have earned it, and you are that great. And I hope you go on and, and keep proving the haters wrong. Um, man, I hope you do that for the rest of your goddamn life. And I yeah. hope you have a long life, Jamari Williams. Love you. Love what you're doing. And, and I'm happy that you're here in Georgia. Like, goddamn it, keep going. Keep proving them wrong. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, if, if, if our niggas out there can can catch passes without hands, then what are you doing right now? Exactly. Like if, 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 if I'm gonna my shit up. That's what I'm saying. Like I I, I read that John and I was like, yeah man, it's yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely time to to start getting up early and uh and mm-hmm. doing it getting that workout thing cracking in the morning. I, I actually did well though. I've been playing a lot of disc golf recently. Okay. Like okay. a lot. Well, I know y'all, y'all haven't seen y'all been out and all. Uh-huh. You told me you went out by yourself one day. Yeah, I went out so three yeah, times yeah. last weekend, another oh, time this weekend. Okay, yeah, okay. like um, yeah, I ain't been playing, man. It's been, it's been real good too to get out there and get the exercise. But that's you know that's what it's about. If he can do this, I can certainly do that. If he can, yeah. if he can catch a pass with no hands, I can certainly make money during COVID. You know, hell yeah, um, get, get your apartment, kick back hoodies, get your I Survive twenty twenty. Hoodies, T-shirts, long sleeves, new fashion statement, uh, yeah, podcast merch. Link is in the bio. Bitches, kickbackers. Um, other people who are not bullshitting, JB, and this is huge because this is about raising your kids and getting them on a game. The LeVar Ball, you know, big baller brand, been talking all this shit, now has all three of his sons in the NBA. The Antetokounmpo family has three sons in the NBA. Goddamn the right. The Holiday family has three sons in the NBA. That's amazing. That this, is this just is absolute, absolutely this is amazing. Great. This is great. And uh, LeVar is the most successful because mm-hmm. two of his sons went in the top three picks. Yeah. The other one was signed as an undrafted free agent. Mm. But it, this, it's just great. One of uh, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the back-to-back MVP, his little brother just won a ring with the Lakers. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You know, one is a champion. One is a two-time MVP. The other is finding his way. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Come yeah. On. You know you know them dads got to be <laughs> walking yeah, around like bu- bulletproof. <laughs> like, like, and I'm, I'm a dad and I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. <laughs> right. 
And Lavar is the the spokesperson for those dads. Yeah, because you know he don't stop talking. Yeah, he, yeah. But, but I love it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it, Lavar. You know, I didn't like that he's putting a target on his sons, so everybody wanted to battle him because he kept saying he was better than everybody. Now I was a little uncomfortable, but he did it. Yeah, he there there have been a couple of times where he's kind of you know he probably you know. Said something a little ill-advised, but I mean, who who isn't gu- guilty of that? You know, I mean, it I is. Mean, I never say anything that's inappropriate. <sighs> really? Um, see my halo? See my halo? That no, lie. Your that name lie. is JB Frank. Yeah, my oh, name ain't Newbie Frank. Yeah. Oh well, I I know I say inappropriate <laughs> shit. I know. <laughs> I. I yeah, I I I became so abrasively honest. I developed a, deli- a delicate methodology for <laughs> lying. He's always creating the methodology. This nigga these Harvard words. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, um, but uh, inappropriate shit. These things these things happen from from time to time. Inappropriately said things happen from time to time. So you can't really you can't really mess. You know. You gotta give Mr. Ball a pass for being that proud. You know, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to him and his whole family. No doubt. Shout out to Jakun Pose and the holidays. Um, Marsai Martin, a young queen, young princess yeah. who starred man. in the movie Little, which was like a remake of Big. Yeah. Where she, you know, went back to a young age and she played that character. She actually executive produced the movie. And it had uh, uh what's our little girl, a DC girl name, badass, sexy ass, um, DC chick. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you badass DC chick. Is that an insult? If I call you badass, sexy ass DC chick, I don't know. I'm not a woman. I'm sorry if that's an insult, but uh, Regina Hall and yeah. Ray was in it. Yeah, and, and Regina Hall, like, I don't mean no disrespect. I just think you. Gorgeous as fuck. Yeah, and she really I hope is. I though. say that the right way, but uh, yeah. Regina, you're fucking beautiful. Yeah, what, what you, you want really me to say? are stunning. I couldn't remember your name at first, but I know how you look. Man, what oh, was that's that probably shit? worse. Oh shit, I'm fucking up, JB. <laughs> so like, you remember my name, but you know how I look. I'm, I'm being a doghouse. But Regina, Regina, I remember now. You're from the DMV, and you're beautiful, <laughs> sis. This guy, <laughs> this guy. But but yeah, but little sis, Marcel Martin. I hope I'm saying your name right. Executive produced that movie. Amazing. Becoming 16 years old. Wow. She is now in the Guinness Book of World Records for the youngest executive producer in all of film history. Black girl magic. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Black girl magic is, yeah. We got more black... Woman magic, JB. Tell you got damn it. right. You got damn right. Um, so um, Joe Biden has announced his um, campaign. Um, his, I'm sorry, not his campaign, his cabinet. And yeah. um, his cabinet as a significant number of minority females. Now, it is not comprised entirely of minority females or minorities. However, the the major majority of it is more than half of them are minorities or minority women. And in addition to that, his entire press team, his entire entire his entire press team is all women. And I believe that three of them 
are black women, if I'm not mistaken. That's the only thing I'm shaking on because, you know, women don't communicate. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, ladies. Don't beat me out playing. He it's said a joke. that. It's a he joke. said that. It's a joke. He said that. Comedy style. And I knew that one was a joke. Da 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 no, sir, but oh, but again, um, you know, uh, sisters are killing it right now. Um, one of the other one of the other black women who are occupying the White House, the in- inbound White House, who I have to <laughs> point out, <laughs> Jessimia, <laughs> class of Harvard, nineteen ninety-seven. Hey, is that was twenty years after JB graduated. Jillian Biden's uh, chief of staff in the and White House. You actually House. knew her. Yeah, we used to we used to hang out back in the day uh, at Harvard Yard. We, I mean, me and all the G men, my friends from Harvard, fellow alums, we were all like, "Do we like? Do we know her? She was. Did she hang? And I ain't gonna drop no more names, but um, did did she hang out with some? Did, yeah, yeah, it was like one of them things where like we went through like the parties and get togethers mm-hmm, and shit. It was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, she used to fuck with so and so. Who knew so and so? Yeah, it was, and uh, so that's a really exciting. You know, if, I, if I ever come to visit you at Harvard, I would have fucked with Rashida Jones. I'm just saying, I would have <laughs> fucked with. <laughs> sorry, sorry, ladies, but look, 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 look. We talked about being fives and six figures. I'm part of the five. And that's six niggas. Anyway, moving on. Um, so yeah. <laughs> shout out to Joe Biden for that. <laughs> Our Netflix and Chill segment, JB. Let's get right into the shit. The undoing. undoing. Yes. We finished it this week. Now, I, I've been trying to watch this show. I've been having issues with HBO Max, but um I finished it and, and I had to, was able to watch it. And I had, I had a I was watching it with the Ben's Boo. Um, and then I started watching hey. it with a binge buddy, and JB was like, "Yeah, nigga, I'm on episode five. I was like, "Oh shit, let me catch up." <laughs> I was like, "Oh wait, it's only six episodes. Well, I can catch up today." Yeah. Um, yeah. Excellent fucking show, JB. Brilliant show. Um, brilliantly, brilliantly shot. Brilliantly acted. Brilliantly directed. There was always a level of mystery. Um, I felt like it was a really, really solid suspense thriller. You know, I felt like at, at the end of every episode, I knew who did it. Yeah, and it was somebody else. It was somebody else. Every episode, <laughs> right. like, it was, oh, yeah, oh no, right, was, oh, no, right, no, no, I, yeah, right. I got it now. Right, right. And every time, well, one time I was right, and I found that out at, at the end. But I, I, I was, yeah, it was a lot. Um, I love suspense. I love thrillers. It wasn't scary, ladies. So this isn't like a scary series. It just it makes you think, and it makes you try to figure out what's going on. And it was very, very well written. Yeah. For six episodes, I totally dug this shit. Yeah. Um. I I loved it because after the last episode ended, I honestly did not want any more. I felt like I had watched a really, 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 really good movie. Um, and I equate it to, and you're going to laugh at me for this, but I remember the first time I watched the Titanic. 
Um, I um, okay. um, I remember. I am gonna laugh at you for that. It was. It, it's. I've a, never seen a Titanic in its entirety. So the I've seen the beginning, the middle, and the end. So the first time, the first time um, I watched the Titanic, um, me and my I, I guess I, I don't really even remember when that shit came out, but me and my ex were together at the time, and we were bored. It was the middle of the day, and we were like, "All right, fuck it, let's go to the movies." Titanic had been out for a little while, but and everyone had been raving about how amazing it was, but we just wasn't those type of people to rush to the theater and see a movie like Titanic. Yeah, yeah. So we stopped in, watched the movie. The movie was fucking three and a half hours long, and we're sitting there glued to the screen. The majesty, the drama, the music, the costumes, the everything, and it was just a like a great epic film, like a show. And we, I walked out was like, God damn, that was worth it, because we paid a matinee ticket price for that motherfucker, too. Mm. I was like, man, shit, I spent $10 and got Seven hours of quality entertainment. <laughs> that was that was a deal. <laughs> like, yeah. um, and that's how I felt about this series. Like it was just quality entertainment. You know what I'm saying? It was just enjoyable. It wasn't. It didn't make me over. Like it didn't make me think about life and the future. It didn't make me think about COVID or black people or you know yeah. relationships or any of that crazy shit yeah. it was just quality entertainment for me and that's what i needed new i it was great um i mean they casted great actors for it everybody did a great job it was well written now I'm, now i'm going to the jokes nicole i know Kidman you go yep yep had so oh much work God. done to her face Oh my God! I couldn't tell her expressions. I couldn't tell if she was really guilty and 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 trying to throw it off, or not guilty, trying to look innocent, or trying to protect the husband, or trying to protect. I didn't know what the fuck her facial expressions meant because it's almost Botox on her exact face. <laughs> she she had nose, her lips, the mouth. I don't even know if her tongue is the same. I'm like, well, what, what, what she man, made what zero fuck? facial expressions the whole movie. It got to the point. Now, so I do think a lot of that was plastic surgery, but yes, I also yes. think that a lot of that was her acting. I think she was acting stone faced throughout the whole movie because mm. characters kept commenting on her utter lack of emotion in certain places. Um, and so, mm. you know, it, it became this weird thing where I, where I was like, she like she looks like a velociraptor. Like she looks like yeah. a like a like a dinosaur or a bird. Or like she was just sitting there, all kinds of blockbuster shit going. Yeah. Like horrible yeah. shit happening. Yeah. And she, and then she do this thing where I was like, yo, like that's a. I was like, that's a fucking bird, young. That's that's a bird. <laughs> I was like, that's yeah, not a human. Literally. <laughs> it was crazy. She just was uh, weird. She had a weird expression. Like the, the whole, whole movie. movie. Yeah. With the whole series. Because this was six episodes all over an hour. So this is like six movies. And um, it was weird looking at her. Because I was like... <laughs> 
I kept thinking, is that Nicole Kidman? <laughs> or is that someone else? Like, maybe, maybe I think that's Nicole Kidman. <laughs> and then when I, I you, uh, uh, interneted it, interneted it, wow. I made up a whole new word. Yeah. When I interneted it and I saw she was Nicole Kidman, I'm like, oh, what's up on that bitch face? Yeah, and she. When I say bitch, I don't mean bitch, I mean bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean she like I think she executive produced the joint. Like she was oh. she was a big part of putting the whole motherfucker together. Um So maybe that's why she had that look on her face. <laughs> like, this is all my money. <laughs> this shit better be good. <laughs> She's looking at it. Don't fuck this scene up, bitch. <laughs> right. They're like, why are you know, people looking at us like that? Yeah, dude? you know, you know, so payday, money. you know, payday is tomorrow, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, you know. right. <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed the movie, man. I really I did will. too. I, the I series, I the yeah, series. I started calling it a movie because it was like a. You know, it be it, it just began and end. You know, we ain't gotta be I'm looking for nothing later. Going through changes. Yeah. yeah. JB man, it's yeah. so late. I, I'm watching one episode tonight of Big Mouth. Yeah, it's it came out tonight, right? No, it came oh, out Friday. Friday, okay. I'm yeah. watching an episode of Big Mouth tonight. Um, I don't have any reviews for you guys, but I am tonight too. All three episodes. Yeah. All three Seasons. Seasons. No doubt. It is my favorite cartoon to date out of, you know, the recent shit. I'm, yeah. I'm always going to choose Spider-Man, Amazing Friends, and X-Men, and all that shit. But as of late, there's no cartoon I've watched no doubt about other it. than uh, Big, Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Yeah. And, um, Hilarious. I'm looking forward to it. One of the characters that played a black character left the show because he was white and he said, this jobs to go to a person of color and I will no longer be a part of the system that lets white people play black characters so I'm going to leave the show I love as a to make a stance and I want to know if he left this season and who they replaced him with yeah um I think that'll be very interesting yeah shout out to him though and that him yeah. making that stand hell yeah hell yeah HBO uh, moving on HBO Max uh, which gives you the undoing as well. Every Warner Brothers movie that comes out all of 2021 in theaters will also debut on HBO Max the same day. So all the new blockbuster movies, Wonder Woman, the X-Men movies, the Suicide Squad, all of these amazing movies, when they drop on Friday, they'll drop on our app too. Wow. So if you're afraid of going to the theaters, which I am, yeah, me personally, very real. I can watch it on my TV. No doubt. It's, it's going to be snow and buffering because my shit is all fucked up, but I'll be able to watch it. I yeah. Wanna, I want to have movie will be two hours for me, but guess what? I can still watch it in my house. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm keep it a buck with you, young. I've I've started to learn how to dance around between those um, stations when and where. I need to, you know, pick up pick up Showtime to watch this, drop it drop it off in a month. Um, pick up HBO to watch that, drop it off in a month. I'm, I'm about to do that with Stars because Power's yeah, back. Exactly. Um, exactly. Actually, I think I'm gonna wait until Power is back now until it's done. Yeah. Then do the seven day trial or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Or a month and watch it all because I think they got like six seven more episodes of Power. And I don't want to do it just yet. Yeah. And I've only seen the first episode of Power. Mm -hmm. So I've missed everything since. Yeah. So I'm going to hold off on that. 
But oh, but, but, but bro, bro, hit me with like, you know, I work for AT and T. Here's HBO Max for free. Cancel your subscription. Here's the password. I'm like, oh shit. So I might pick up stars and just watch it. That's what's up. Um, because I don't have to pay for HBO Max anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, should I say that on air? That didn't. That didn't happen, y'all. I lie. I, I <laughs> joke. Comedy uh, style. Shout yeah. out Joe Button. Just jokes. <laughs> Forgetting this shit is on YouTube. <laughs> right. Right. This is jokes. Yeah. They be like, oh yeah, IP address and yep, bloop bloop bloop. There right, it is. Right. <laughs> Coming for me and shit. Don't, don't, don't come for me. Nah, I ain't, ain't sent yeah, for you. Don't come yeah, for me. I, t- I told y'all yeah. before the fans is watching. Yeah. Two chains told us too. Yeah. And for real. Yeah. Um, speaking of rappers and shit, this, this is a bad segue, but it's in a segue. Yeah. All the old head niggas in Al Cali are putting together a group. Yeah. Too short, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg. And who am I missing? Too short, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg. Listen, JB, too short, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, only E-40. E-40, they're yeah, doing I was about to say it's like DJ Quick or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they're doing a super group, and they're going to put out an album. I love and it. And the weird thing about that is, is I cop Ice Cube last album, E-40 last album, Too Short last album, and Snoop last album. And if you on our podcast playlist on Apple Music, you heard songs from their albums. Yeah, you damn Because I right. added it. Damn right. Um I'm Damn looking forward like, to it. Yeah, I mean, they all, I mean, their their music has, has changed a little bit with their age, but at the same time, it's still got that swag. I'm looking forward to it. Moreover, I'm really interested to see what kind of production that group of artists can pull into the project. I mean, will yeah. we will we get a will we get a Dre beat? Will we get a Maybe. Will we get a Timberland beat? Maybe. Like, will we, you know, who who's a new uh, hot boy who's doing everything now? Um, uh, hit boy, hit boy, yeah. yeah. Can we will we get a couple of hit boy? You know, because th- this it's this th- yeah, putting putting this type of crew together. It could be one of those machine type of things where they get, you know, they, this motherfucker might form like Voltron, you know? The only thing I'm, I'm interested in is the kids. Yeah. Do they care? I know, like, I'm 44. I care. You you 77. You care. But do the kids care? No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they. I don't think they will until they do. I think that. Mm. I think that it'll. Um, one of the things that happens with stuff like this is it gets popping. It gets popular um, because everybody just kind of wakes up and understands its ec- excellence. I mean, you can look at some of the stuff that Jay Z has done in recent history that you know people aren't really checking for JD, uh, Jay-Z but it still does pretty well like really well yeah, the yeah. youngness ain't checking for him yeah our generation is but I mean it's enough of us it's enough right, of us right, right, out there and right. once it gets that big then some of them start to pick it up and, and that's kids. fine yeah and that's fine you know that's what could happen with something like this if it's yeah. if it's what it could be new yeah. you know because everybody loves that style of hip hop, like everybody does. Factory, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I will mm-hmm. be downloading it. Their songs will be on the playlist, right? Kick back us, no doubt. Um, before we get up out of here, I want to address um, some sports shit. Yeah, and I want to give my man John Wall his flowers. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, as a lifelong Wizard fan, um, for those who don't know, like, like, we're from DC. We're yeah. fucking Wizard fans. Yeah. That is what it is. Um, they were so sorry. When the playoffs came, I always had a new playoff team. But during the regular season, my team was always the Bullets Absolutely. slash Wizards. Absolutely. Um, it's been very rare that we drafted a player very, very high that was very, very successful and stayed with us for very long. The The biggest player before John Wall was Jawan Howard, who was drafted number five and stayed with us for like five years, six right. years. And that was it. He was one of my favorite players in Michigan. And then, of course, when him and Weber came to D.C., they were my favorites. Yeah. Um, Gilbert Arenas, yeah. who signed with us at the Golden State, became instantly my favorite wizard ever. Well, next to Chris Weber because um, I, I, I love Chris Weber. Well, let's talk Howard about, like, Rip Hamilton, too. You got Rip Hamilton, who mm -hmm. wound up leaving. Mm -hmm. Ben Wallace. Yeah. Rasheed Wallace. All of them left very early. Uh, John Wall was with us for a decade. Yeah. So he was the number one overall pick, which we've only had twice in our lifetime. Right. Once with Kwame Brown, who was a bust. Yeah. And once with uh, John Wall. Mm -hmm. So to know we got the number one pick in the draft, which, which means we get the best player, typically, and to have him stay for 10 years, longer than Wall, I mean, longer than Gilbert Arenas, longer than Jawan Howard, Longer than Chris Webber, longer than Rasheed Wallace, longer than when we had Michael Jordan. Right. John Wall had become essentially damn near my favorite wizard of all time. Well, and that's and the work he did in DC. I was just about to say that, New. It's not just down. about it's not just about like um, you know, his excellence on the court and, you know, the relative longevity of his career for a quote superstar unquote player in DC it is also how he endeared himself to the to the city by um by taking ownership of his residence in DC yeah. um you know you always got to respect a grown motherfucking man who becomes a part of a community a big part of that community that is supporting him and then understands it is his, it is what he should do to give back. And he gave back. He gave he gave food. He ran food drives. He was a constant benevolent figure in the D.C. community while he was there. People cried when he left mm -hmm. because they were like, "Whoa!" At Thanksgiving time, he always took care of us. Who's gonna do that now? Right. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a little bit more of that later because I want to shout out uh, Russell Westbrook and what he said. Yeah. But for but let's let, before we get there, let's give John his flowers. Yep. He, Gilbert, like Chris Webber's uh, one of my top five players of all time. Yep. I just love Chris Webber. Me too. Pause, but you know I, I love him. He's my 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 favorite players ever. Me too. And when Gilbert Arenas got here. And it was doing a little bit more, taking us further than Chris Webber ever took us. I was like, oh, Agent Zero, my guy. Damn it, best wizard ever. Yeah. And then uh, when we got Wall and Bill, I was like, well, John Wall, at the end of his career, he's going to be the greatest wizard ever, you know, if he can get us to a championship. And to, to have him traded, I felt like I, it was a loss. I was very, very upset. 
Real nigga shit. You know how niggas is with sports. I'll keep it a buck. I was emotional about it. Yeah. I ain't crying no shit. But I was in my feelings. Um, but I still love Bradley Bill. Yeah. And now Bradley Bill can be what I thought John Wall would be. Um, and we bring in Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Well, talk about that a little bit, Newland. How do I mean, you feel about that whole I, situation? I was upset and angry about because it. of the loss of John because Wall. Because of the loss but of John putting, Wall. Putting more of an objective hat, your basketball generalship hat on. I mean, assess he's, this he's an MVP. He's yeah. a three-year removed MVP. Yes. He's a nine-time All-Star. Yes. Nine-time All-NBA first team. Yes. All-NBA Lights team. up the stat board. Lights up. Last year, he did 27-7-7. Yeah. 27-7-7. Yeah. As much as I love John Wall, John Wall's never done that. Didn't he Didn't he have this string of triple dub- doubles at some point? Three straight years. Oscar Robinson averages triple-double for one year. Yeah. In 1961, nobody did it since. And then Russell Westbrook did it once. Then he did it the next year. Then he did it the next year. Only one player's average is triple double for a season. And then Russell Westbrook said, I'll do it for three straight. Yeah. How about that? At the point guard position, I will average at least 10 rebounds a year for yeah. three years straight. Yeah, you got to understand what kind of athlete this brings to the floor. Um, that being said, new and the star power, JB. Yeah, it's it's going it's going to be on TV every day. Yeah, well, yeah, it's going to bring some bread into the organization, which if they start doing well, will bring growth and hopefully bring more talent. <coughs> Excuse me. The question is, you know, what will that relationship between Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal be? What will, yeah, <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. How will that work out? They're that both is the question. All the right things as well. They should right, as, as, well as they consummate should. professionals. Um, yes. I see where it could work. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, today, yeah, they seem to be on equal footing as like quality of player. Um, last, you know, year before last, mm. it would have been Russell's here, Bradley's right there, and we'll fit, you know, but the last season, Russell took some hits, mainly because he shut down some of his production to compliment James Harden. Yeah. But you take out of last year, Russell is a top five player, and Bill is at least top 15. Yeah. And maybe, and what I did notice, it, something Russell said is uh, when Victor Oladipo was with me, what happened? And best year ever, right? When uh, uh, Kevin Durant was with me, what happened? He won the MVP. When uh, James Harden was with me, what happened? We didn't win a ring, but how was the season? When Paul George was with me, y'all were saying he was the MVP, right? Watch what I do. I like that. And that's what won me over. I like that. That's what won me over. He was I like, like that. And Russell, you know, he's high intensity, high energy. He was like, and the coach said to that, we was listening to him when we yeah, first came yeah, over. Yeah. Practice was different today. Yeah. Practice was different. Yeah. Russell was like, practice was different. Russell ain't having that half ass effort shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I mean, like, that's that's who he is, though, averaging a triple-double. Like, that's who he is. three seasons straight. That's But that's who he has always been. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. When we were first talking about it, I discounted the importance of his level of energy and the work ethic he takes to the game and what that would mean to the team. I was mainly thinking about scoring the amount of times he shoots, just that in the Me third. Too. But that being said, like, if he is adding that kind of energy, niggas will move without the ball better than they were supposed to niggas will play better transition defense because that's another thing that Russell Westbrook <laughs> really does extremely in the open well. court. Yeah, I- extremely Just as well. Just fast as John Wall. Yeah, yeah. And our backup is faster than him and John Wall. Yeah, yeah. So our point guard. Yeah, and that's gonna be great things for Bradley Beal in terms of opening up shooting opportunities Dobby's for him. Mm-hmm. Our whole team. Well, we yeah, got shooters. You do have you do have shooters, and so you know if the ball gets distributed, then it could be it could mean great things for the Wizards. It really could. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens for uh, both of those teams. Actually, yeah. for the I, Rockets too. I'm I'm a Washington Rockets fan. Yeah. Which means I'm a Wizards fan and a Rockets fan. I'm right. following John Wall. Right. All I wanted in DC was for the Wizards to get John yeah. Wall, uh, to get uh, Boogie Cousins to come to DC. Boogie Cousins and John Wall are now in Houston with James right. Harden. So everything I wanted in DC, my, my ideal dream team was John Wall, Bradley Bill, and Boogie Cousins. Boogie is, is in, uh, in Houston with John Wall and, and uh, uh, James Harden. Yeah. And Bill is in DC with Russell Westbrook and Rui and Bertans and others. So those are the two teams I'm work I'm, I'm rooting for. One in the West, one in the East. Those are my two teams. I I know you're like, how you have two teams? Cause I do, bitch. I got two. And those are my two for the whole season. I am a Rockets fan. I'm first a Wizards fan, but I'm also a Rockets fan because my guy is there. So that that's what it is. Um, I think that they both will have success in the playoffs. And I'm going to say it first. It's a chance that the Wizards and Rockets will meet in the finals. I said it first, and I mean it. We shall see. It is a chance, and we shall see. No doubt. Boom. No doubt. No doubt. Well, JB, before we get out of here, um... Anything you want to add? Nah, man. Good night and God bless. Thank you for joining us. You know, we'll see you next Happy birthday, Hove. No doubt. Thank you for being the example. Thank you for being a leader. Thank you for helping out our people. Thank you for not just taking the money and running. Thank you for taking the money and doing something with it that helps us as a people and us as a culture. And I've had title on and off for since you started it. And I'm almost ready to just say, fuck all this shit. I'm doing title. Title only. So I'm, I'm working on it. It's hard because all, all this other music is on Apple that I personally have in my Rolodex on iTunes. But it's about time I give you your flowers and cut all that shit off and, and join Title, Or get rich and then have both. I don't know. Um, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Next week will be our last show of the year. So I want you guys to follow us on Patreon if you're really loving it and want to put in your money. on Patreon. I want to get you guys to subscribe to our YouTube channel. I want y'all to subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify. Give us five-star ratings. And um, thank you for this year. 
this is our most successful year, but it's also been 2020, which is like, you don't really get a successful year because of 2020. But because of God kicked back us, we actually did get a successful year. November is our most successful month we've ever had on the streaming sites. Thank you. We, we love you for that. And next week will be our final show of the year. I hope you guys are safe after Thanksgiving. I hope you guys are practicing safety going into the holidays, Christmas and all, and Kwanzaa. And um, I hope, you know, when we come back January 3rd, I think, you guys would have already voted in the senatorial race in Atlanta. Absolutely. For Absolutely. Warnock and Ossoff. Yeah, Warnock I'm and Ossoff. Bama's be like, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. Nah, fuck I, that. We are. Warnock, Warnock and, and, and Ossoff. Period. That's period. who needs to be voted like for. Like the city girls. Period. With yeah. a T. Ta. Period. Ta. That's it. <laughs> Just that simple. We will see you next week. And no then doubt. we won't see you again until 2021. But we will see you next week. Get your I Survive 2020 shirts yeah. on our website. Link in the bio. Link in yeah. the description. Follow us. A pod. JB, what do you got followers at? A pod named Kickback. A pod named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You, you say, say the whole thing. Uno, we out.